No, did you see Amy Andor, their new capsule collection with New Balance is like a running collection? Yeah, I saw Joe post that. Yeah. Crazy. Looks awesome. Wait, that's what that shoe is? This is a New Balance that was created with... Amelion Dior. It's Amy Leondor or Amy Leondor. I don't know how it's actually pronounced. Leondor is correct. I think it might be Amy. Amy? Amy. Amy? Amy? Because those, those each of those are names that are apparently personal to the founder of the brand. Hmm. Leon. So I just insulted Dor, And then I think Amy. Their Wimby. children? Um, maybe. Like a wife and two kids? Man. That's what I heard from hold, hold someone. On. You just brought up running on this podcast. No, I brought up a designer no. brand that I like. You just segued into what I've always wanted to talk about here. We're not doing an episode on running. Why? You know why I did that? Because you, you know what I just me. did? Yeah. <laughs> I found common ground. I said, look at this cool designer brand that I like. They're doing a running capsule collection. Because I love you. So when are you running your half marathon? If I can do it in... Namely on door from head to toe, then <laughs> <laughs> that would actually be awesome. <laughs> Deal. <laughs> Hey everyone, welcome back to Rallycast. It's a podcast for artists and entrepreneurs and everybody in between. I'm Steven. And I'm Eric. And if you're watching this episode right now, you've probably already figured out what we're going to talk about today. Our new set. The new set. It's here. We are here. We're First sitting episode. in it. It's fantastic. Feels really good. It's super it's wild. Good. To I didn't, I mean, I didn't, I've done some stuff in this already. I've shot some stuff, but having it set for Rallycaps and... Actually doing an episode now is the wildest feeling. Yeah. <laughs> it, oh man. Okay. Well, if you, if you don't watch it on YouTube, just yes. go to YouTube real quick. Yep. Rally Caps podcast, search it up on YouTube. It's just, linked in the show notes. If you're in Spotify right now, go to the show notes, find the link. If you're in Apple Podcasts, like. go check it out. We'll have photos of it everywhere as well. Eric yeah. just posted it a few days ago, a, a YouTube video, like 10 minutes breaking down how he constructed everything, but we're going to talk about all of that and that progress and our future intentions with this today, longer form. Yeah, it feels like everything that we've dreamed up in this space is already just coming true. Yeah. Like every, virtually every part of it. Yeah. Like everything, every time we were like, oh, well, since that exists, we'll probably be able to do X, Y, Z. And then a week later, someone contacts us and is like, hey, can we shoot that thing in your new <laughs> studio? Like, yes, you can. Because <laughs> it looks great now. Because... I mean, if you follow along with this podcast or any of our individual YouTube channels, you made it very clear that this is going to be a multi-purpose space. It's not just going to be where we podcast. Yep. This is just one small part of what 602 is and yep. will be. So this is going to be a multi-function space of commercial work and YouTube talking heads and B-roll and um, commercial photography, commercial filmmaking, narrative work, uh, audio, music, just anything creative that we want to do. This will be our playground to be able to do it. Mm -hmm. We just got off the phone with a friend uh, yesterday mm -hmm. and he's very interested in doing a job here in Chicago, hiring Stephen and I as sort of DP um, camera ops. Mm -hmm. And he just saw this space that we're sitting in right now and was like, could we make that a room? And I was like, did I not just say a week and a half ago we could turn this thing into what looks like a room very easily? Because it is a room. Yeah. We built a room. Yeah. 
and we can use it for whatever we want. Uh-huh. Uh, so already seeing like it's very much one of those things. If you build it, they will come kind of vibe. And yeah, it's it's already so, been so versatile. And even just some talking heads that we've shot already, mm-hmm. like the, the versatility of having four separate walls, being able to eventually hang stuff from the, you know, open ceiling with beams across. It's very good. Feels really special. Definitely feels like the most functional space that we'll ever, well, up until this point that we've gotten to use so far. Yeah. As far as how beautiful it looks, how easily we can control lighting, audio, the way that we can rig everything up in here, it just it is our own. And it's different than the gear room that we've shot a lot of our talking heads and YouTube video material in mm-hmm. in the past, which is almost similar to this and where it's just kind of like a blank box that we just rigged up a ton of lights and mics and all that stuff. But this is different because it's in the new studio and we built it ourselves and we mm-hmm. can rig up stuff in the ceiling more because we have these cross beams. It's what I keep looking up at right now if you're watching the it video. It is weird to sit here and look at them. It's awesome. But we can use any of that to clamp friction arms and lights and mics and we can just literally build it to whatever spec that we need at any point in time. And that's really cool because that makes our job so much easier and repeatable. Like Chad and I were just talking about before this, getting smaller, uh, like the Aperture Amaran little lights, like the tiny Mm -hmm. ones, and putting one in each corner with a little softbox on it. And they just live up there because they're lightweight. Mm -hmm. They're powerful enough to light us. There could be hair lights in these corners too. Easily. Easily. There's so many ways that we can shape it to exactly what we need. And that's so cool. put them on top of the beam so they don't even infringe on the height of the room. Yeah. And you can just take them off or, mount, or just clamp them. Yeah. You don't even need to screw them in. It's awesome. <laughs> it is so awesome. Yeah. It's just really <laughs> exciting and it's cool to be in this excitement right now because it's so fresh. The hard work is done and that's mm-hmm. what makes this stuff so easy now. Um, yeah. it, was, it was a whole week of a lot of work. Um, week if you plus. It was a lot. The, the video uh, I made just kind of breaking all of it down. It was, it was a good bit of sacrificing time doing other things that we normally do. Things that, I mean really costing us more than just the expense of what it costs to build it, but not pursuing other money-making endeavors in the mm-hmm. process. And, uh, but now that it's built, like the, the functionality and the versatility of being able to easily modulate it is wild. Super, super cool. I can't wait to just do all sorts of weird things like with the space and like challenge ourselves creatively to do tons of really yeah. Interesting, different stuff. Yeah. This feels like a step forward in the direction that we've wanted to go in for a while, but tearing down creative barriers. Yes. So we can streamline our processes as much as we possibly can, mm-hmm. all the while opening up creative doors that we've never had access to before. Even people DMing us already or mm-hmm. commenting on videos and being like, all right, I'm going to come visit because they just want to see this. Yeah. And then they're going to be, an, uh, you know, like an episode guest or whatever yes. as they're here. Yeah. And, <laughs> That's the other really cool element of this is that no one has really done this for a show like we do within this niche. Yeah. A couple other people have. You have on a broader scale like a Colin and Samir. Right. But they're like creators. Yes. Big. Different. Umbrella. This is a little more niche down. <laughs> it's a little less um, meta. Yes. This is a lot of very practical day-to-day, like following our own lives kind of stuff that we're unpacking here. A lot of real-world experience, uh, you know, talk about things as we're building them yeah. to give really raw, unfiltered BTS insight into what it is that we're doing here. Mm-hmm. 
um, on a number of different levels. So I don't know. It's just, I, this feels really unique and groundbreaking in like a really cool way. And it's really good to be it, here. It was also, I mean, in the middle of construction too, we brought a potential commercial client in the space. Mm, mm-hmm. I did. You guys were gone. Cosmo. Ryan, yeah. And right? we just yeah. like, he toured downstairs, he toured up yeah. here and he's just like, wow. Like yeah. you do kind of have like everything at your fingertips. And <laughs> just like think about what it's going to be like when it's fully built out oh in both gosh. places and walking a commercial client through this and just be like, world's your oyster. What do you want? You yeah. know, like we can do this, we can do that, we can do this, we have this set, we have these lights, we have these mics, we have, we have six different colored walls and we have couches and chairs and lamps and we have, we could, got all the microphones and we got a podcast set up and all this stuff. And we got <laughs> even just having some of our, our musical equipment here too. And just having that as a thing that's on display for us to use whenever we need. That's that just the visual of that is really interesting too. Cause you never know who sees that and then makes a connection. You go back and forth. We end up doing more music, music videos uh, in both spaces easily. Yeah. Very easily. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, I know we talked about this space specifically, like not renting it out for shoots, but I mean, I don't know. I think I think <laughs> what will probably end up happening will be more of like a rental by proxy association. Yeah, because <laughs> you know we are the ones leading the project, and you can use our space because we'll be in the space as we're shooting the thing. Because you hired us as a package deal. Yeah, which is kind of like what we've already talked about with a couple people that are interested in hiring us for stuff. Like, yeah. you know, the location is something that we can include because we have two distinct locations now. And the second one is an absolute chameleon. We can shape it into whatever you want. Question for you. Question for me. Does does a space like this start to melt away more of your imposter syndrome? Nope. <laughs> <laughs> no, it does. It does? It does a little bit. Okay, yeah. that was yeah. a great answer. <laughs> I just really... Really good as, comedic timing. As, as soon as I knew where you were going with that, I was like, it's going to be a nope with a strong... Uh, yeah it absolutely does it still doesn't feel real in a lot of ways because it's still very new I think I'm still processing the fact that it even exists currently because you know all multi-purpose use cases aside at the end of the day the fact that rally caps was the thing that motivated this specific set being built in the first place is really wild to me because that's something that we started so long ago and started in two separate states, and now we're sitting in our own set doing it. I think there's a very real That's possibility really cool. by just a brand seeing this setup yeah. that they're going to want to be a part of it and yeah. maybe want to sponsor. Yep. Like we haven't had many of those opportunities come through the gate yet, but we're hoping and plan, you know, planning on that being part mm-hmm. of a business model with mm-hmm. this podcast. Brands that we you know know and love and want to work with, mm-hmm. but even just getting this studio, the first video I made, and where I'm just like. Hey, Aperture, are you watching? And then the mm-hmm. next day they're like, yeah, we are. <laughs> We're watching right now. Do you want some lights? <clears throat> yeah. Like, yes. And hey, thank you, Aperture. We seriously. love you. And now like they're helping just, you know, outfit the studio with light and sound. Yep. And again, one of those, like, I, I think a lot of people are really obsessed and I've, I, I have been and talked about this in the past of like getting connected with more creative people, with brands, mm. how to pitch them, how to actively do something towards them. Mm. I think there's also something to be said about putting your head down and doing your own work, whether it be the art that you make Mm -hmm. or functional real things like this and that getting the attention of people and brands as well in, in it maybe even more powerful way because the other one's so loud. Mm -hmm. 
you know? It's it's what you said earlier. It's if you build it, they will come. Yeah. We built it. Yeah, and this does, I mean, this is for sure, maybe not, maybe not, I don't know. Uh, this is one of, probably one of the top three hardest projects we will do in this space, if not top two. I hope so. Yeah. I, mean, I hope it we gets just, easier from here. <laughs> we haven't fully planned out what's going to be to the left of us. Yeah, I think I think the the other one that will contend with this the is, top is rigging the tough. god light kind of thing. Yeah. with you know whatever we discuss with aperture, um, will be challenging for sure. Yeah. But I don't even think it will be quite as demanding as this. Yeah, it's more, it's definitely simpler. I think the issues we're going to run with that is these are fourteen foot ceilings. Yeah, 12, 12 foot ceilings tall uh, that we're sitting in right now. But the spot we're talking about to the left of us is like a 22-foot cavern. Yeah, it's it's somewhere in like the 18 to 20 range. Oh, okay. And it, but I mean, it's very it, tall. It, yeah. It's very tall. You don't tall. normally see rooms that tall unless you're like in a ballroom or something. Yeah. And it, so it's, it's really intimidating height-wise. Uh -huh. It's like looking at Steven, you know? <laughs> and you don't have access to ladders that tall. So, and like, do we rent a genie? You know those those blue yeah, extendable. Uh, yep. I don't think we can even fit one of those through the door. Like no, I don't know. But we do no. have the freight elevator, so if we get a small one, maybe. Yep. If we have that, then we're fine. Yeah. But it's, it's very. That sounds really difficult. Like where do you even rent one of those? I don't know. It just. I love that. Most of the time, I hate exploring new things like that. Uh -huh. But when it comes to this stuff, it gets me really excited to like yeah. go research something new that I'm like so. Yeah. Just completely unfamiliar with. Yeah, we'll have to get a very large ladder. <laughs> I think the way my brain works is that like if it's a functional project, yeah. something that like we're doing with our hands <clears throat> and it's physical labor, it doesn't intimidate me as much. Okay. But when it comes to like camera gear, creativity, software, that stuff, I'm like, I don't I no, don't thank you. No. <laughs> yep. I'd rather do the functional do it with my hands to like solve the problem For in sure. a stupid way. For that sure. It's the job done. Yeah. What's well, yeah. It's a very Casey Neistat approach for sure. Definitely. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely part of his brand. Yeah. Part of Van Neistat's brand as well. And we definitely want to incorporate some of that kind of philosophy into this space too. Yeah. Just stuff that works. Yeah. I mean, that's the purpose of this studio to begin with. And you mentioned this in your video. There's a lot of people in Creative Club and that's the purpose of Creative Club mm -hmm. is to be a social space to a certain degree. And the purpose of this space is to be a functional space. It's where we go when we actually need to record stuff where we save time by not having to rig up and tear down and repeat and repeat and repeat and just waste time in the in-between. So this is this is doing exactly what it's supposed to do and what we set out for it to do. And it is just the coolest thing. I just keep staring <laughs> at it because it's just it's so it's so exciting to actually have this built now. And now that this is out of the way, like we already alluded to, because this is one of the larger projects, it makes everything else going forward feel so much more achievable. Stuff you could do in a day. So easily. Yeah. And that's really exciting. Mm -hmm. Yeah. We're here. We're doing it. What was your favorite part about this project? Also for context, too, because, you know, you're seeing this frame right now. You see the walls on the other side of us. These are eight by eight foot walls. Um, on either side, and then how how far across? 13 feet 13. on the beams up top. So if you hadn't watched Eric's video yet, which you should, um, that's kind of like what we're sitting in right now. You can't see the ceiling. There isn't much of a ceiling right now, but we'll be adding some beams across right above us with some acoustic paneling to help 
deaden things even more for this show. But yeah, what was your what was your? And I was part so like episode? involved in what you were saying, I wasn't thinking about my response to your question. No. <laughs> Probably should have been doing that during that time. Uh, I'll just keep going, man. So, like, <laughs> no, no, there's, no, no. there's a rug right now below us. Okay. That's so. rad. Um, this is an Apple box, New York style, right now. That's holding up this. Did I get that right? Yeah, it, it is, right? Okay. <laughs> yes. <laughs> holding up our uh, Rode Podcaster Pro. This little beautiful baby. Okay, I think All I'm ready. Colored lights are good. Okay, I'll just great. do Michael Scott. I'll start the sentence and see where it goes. Okay. <laughs> I think I, I just enjoyed the just the process overall. I, I really enjoyed the day where we spent three hours in Home Depot. Mm-hmm. Um, there hasn't been a lot of, there haven't been a lot of things in my life recently outside of the dock, which is a massive thing mm-hmm. that have really, really kind of pushed me out of my comfort zone. Mm. Like it's been pretty easy the past two, three years to kind of be like, yeah, I know how to photograph that. I know how to film that. And, yep. you know, I'm not really kind of, I can easily kind of go through the motions and make something nice and For sure. beautiful or good. And... This was definitely something that forced my hand into asking other people for help, mm. doing research, asking a lot of questions, like making myself, like humbling myself, recognizing I don't know what I'm doing. Mm. In the process of overcoming that and being on the other side of something that is honestly just better than we even imagined yeah, is really, really deeply fulfilling. Yeah. And especially knowing that we will just have this set up for years now mm-hmm. uh is is just really exciting and um yeah it's it's hard to put words on it it is a lot of work in the moment it feels really intense but i i knew full well that if, if we put in that work that we were going to see tons of fruit come from it yep and it's not the funnest answer but no, i think the my favorite day was just the finalizing it yeah putting the beams across and yeah. like seeing it fully stable and up mm-hmm. especially since we went with your idea good good call on painting the wall first and then putting uh putting the walls up next mm-hmm. to it yeah it just made it right away feel finished yeah already yeah and it was really cool that we ended up having this natural wood look mm-hmm. you know bringing the bringing all the stuff into the space and then seeing like, oh, I guess we don't really have to finish it the way we were thinking about doing it. It looks yeah. really cool the way it is. The contrast is really beautiful. Yeah, the light natural wood against the black walls, sick. Mm-hmm. So. And plenty of lamps too. Mm-hmm. At least one and then a, a globe that glows as well. Let me much more in here eventually. Know. Yeah, what are, we, what are we planning for the wall right now, roughly? I don't know. Okay, so we got some <laughs> pendants in mind? <laughs> I don't know. I I mean I think the minimalist look looks really cool too. Just like the it banners is up there, I like the masking tape on the corner. We're doing the masking tape, really, a hundred percent. Okay. It, I mean, as soon as someone was like, "Dude, that's the believe Ted Lasso." Yeah. I'm like, that is the look. You're right. I didn't even think about it like that, but I think it's kind of fun. <clears throat> I love when stuff like that's up on on the wall. Like Fernwood has that with yeah. prints in their spot. It's great. White border, same thing. Yeah. Thing looks awesome. Couple prints, couple pennants, couple. Baseball bats. Yeah. Baseball bats. Yeah, some, some baseball-related memorabilia and stuff. Chad had a great idea to convert an old skate deck into, like, a little shelf to put some stuff on, some, like, VHS tapes of, like, mm-hmm. old favorite movies and stuff. Just kind of kind of leaning into the, the vintage, nostalgic, whole look. Definitely E.T. Absolutely. And one, too. Yeah. And, oh, yeah, of course. Of course. So, yeah, I think that's, that's basically where we're at right now. Just got to add those beams up top. 
uh, take away the blue tape after we actually paint mm -hmm. everything below it black to blend in with the floor a little bit more so you don't notice it as much. But the, the function is awesome. If you, you watch my video, how many times are we going to say that? If you watch my video, um, <laughs> these floors are not level, so we had to shim the whole foundations of each wall mm -hmm. to make them level across. So there's just these huge gaps in between the bottom of the wall and the floor. It's actually incredibly functional for a space like this because then we can just run cords to the outlets that are on the opposite sides of the wall. Yep. Uh, so it's that's perfect. fantastic. And we'll probably on the backside put like a little curtain, like a little black curtain to kind of just block yeah. light that comes through. Yep. Um, yeah. And once everything's painted black, it'll just kind of look like they're floating, which is cool. Which is amazing. Yeah. It just feels really good. It just feels really, really good to have all of this where it's at right now because the last pieces to tighten up will be so easy by comparison mm -hmm. yeah using a lot of uh, a lot of cool interpretations of this already like you mentioned earlier too which is just exciting to see different ways that you can stage it up using the outside of the walls like not mm -hmm. even within this technically but using the wall that we built like the unfinished side yeah for a set it's just it's just really exciting to see how how many ways we can use this for just different looks for a number of different videos mm -hmm. It's really cool. What's next? What's on What's on our Raider? What What I said that really strangely. Say Raider. Raider. Raiders of the Lost Ark, man. <clears throat> what's on our radar? What's on our Raider? What What kind of work are we doing next? What can they expect to be hearing about this year? Ooh, um, definitely just so much doc stuff. That will be a pretty big component, especially as you and I begin to buckle down into the actual editing cave of yeah. it all. Um, that will be a pretty, I think, consistent theme on here and also a lot of the communal commercial work that Eugene and I are all working on together as we begin you gotta to get always more. say Gene first. You, yeah, Eugene and like I. Eugene. Eugene and I. So my buddy Eugene and I, sounds we like were uh, down at the market. No, Eric, Gene and I, all the commercial work that we do as the three of us uh, will be a pretty consistent theme as well. And then as we build with Levi more, that will be probably, those probably the Big three. Yeah. Yeah. And next week we have our first like formal commercial shoot together. Yes. All three of us together yeah. that we booked together. Which is super exciting. And definitely forcing our hands into incorporating sooner than later because we're like, oh, we didn't think we were going to book something this quickly together. Here we are. So uh, <laughs> got to do that. And yep. we're just like sending random contracts through our own personal businesses. And yeah. it's like, ah, we should just be formalizing all this through one entity. Which we will soon because Fair. actually that's a really good segue because Mark uh, recently just sent me a quick voice memo. He was listening to the last episode. He really loved it. And he thought it would be a really cool idea as we've discussed already to talk about the actual formalization of a group entity mm. because to his point that he made a lot of solo entrepreneurs, creative entrepreneurs are usually just staying in that solo lane yeah. and have not experienced any kind of multi-member LLC formation or a company creation that extends outside of themselves. So I think as we formalize that too, even just literally walking through the steps of how we did everything, the paperwork we had to sign, you know, the yeah. commitments we're making to each other could be a really cool episode to do in the future. But yeah, because like, do we designate a CEO? Are we three CEOs? Right. Are we, like, like, what's our equity split? Right. It's going to be 33.3 for all of us. Mm -hmm. There's all those working questions that I haven't really thought about yet. Yep. Name, but LLC, do We're going to want to consult other people. Yeah. We're going to want to consult CPAs. Yep. And like, is Nest Corp going to be better or should we do an LLC? Like, yep. what's going to make the most sense? And we'll figure that out and 
let you know what we find. Yeah. <laughs> It'll be I mean, we, an we adventure. Know, we know a good bit about that world, mm-hmm. but not enough to just be super confident on making all the decisions by ourselves yet. Right. So we'll aggregate that info and... But it's been great to have solo businesses first to like have, that's a great stepping stone into recognizing what a, a bigger thing looks totally. like then. Totally, totally. And then to interview people like Daniel and like middle-sized companies yeah. to see like what that structure looks like. Totally. Even talking with Ryan next week yep. while he's on set because they're a company of 10, yep. you know, similar boat. Yeah, that's great. Yeah. Yeah. Really but, cool. But yeah, I think that's that's basically like what's on the horizon for us, I think. Early May, we're planning to do some more uh, location-related dock stuff. Probably one last trip down to Nashville. Definitely to, one last trip. Um, just get final interviews, final shots, pickup shots, narrations, creative ideas that we want to incorporate visually, making that trip sooner than later. And then you and I, I keep forgetting about this, but it's coming up soon. We got Jack Coyne's wedding yeah. coming up very soon. Yeah, Very, June. very soon, which is really exciting. Yeah, that's going to be a lot of fun. It's going to be amazing. <laughs> I cannot wait for that. Yeah, baby. <laughs> Um, good I, yeah, I, I truly cannot wait for that at all. It's going to be, it's going to be incredible. Mm-hmm. Incredible. Lots of YouTube. Well, um, tons of YouTube. More collaboration with Musicbed. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I don't know if I can say the next one yet. It's not official, so I won't say it yet. Oh, yeah, yeah, don't yet. But that's a good one. But that's a really good one. That's coming up soon as well. That's one that I've dreamed about for years. Yeah. Oh, one we can talk about is... Maybe just more of an announcement even. I guess tickets are technically sold out by the time that you're going to hear this episode. But Beers and Cameras is happening in Chicago at the end of April, which is super fun, super exciting. They're like a traveling community group, local. Traveling film circus. It almost feels like they literally just do that all over the country. They just host these meetups, do a weekend of like film walks and brewery meetups and just a way to connect with the local film photography community in your city, which is really I cool. I thought you were going to bring up uh, Danny's premiere. I think. Oh, sick. that's also happening. <laughs> in oh May. My, dude, life is so good right now. Yeah, throughout May. I think it's all of May. He's touring five cities. Uh, Yeah. Five or six cities. Yeah. If you want to see that, if you want to see that movie before it goes into the cave of distribution. Yeah. And not being able to see it for a year and a half, you better hurry. Yeah. You if need- it's not too late to get a premiere ticket in the city nearest you. We'll link the Chicago one in the show notes for this as well and the YouTube description. Get tickets while you can. If you go to his trailer, Danny Gavertz, his YouTube channel, if you go to the trailer of the film, yep. then you can see all of the signups as well. But you literally will not be able to watch this after these premieres until maybe mid-2024, if that. If that. It, de- it depends on what festivals and, and distribution yeah. and purchasing looks like, but... Um, we're really excited for him. He just recently dropped his trailer for that. It's going to be incredible. The Chicago premiere is May 17th, 17th, I think. Um, But he'll be in town, so he'll be in here Mm -hmm. to see all this. And he's the most lovely person ever, so it's going to be really great to see him again. I thought it'd be fun to end the show with a couple shout-outs to people that have been leaving reviews for the podcast. Heck yeah. Because we've got, we're like, we're nearing 100 reviews on Apple Podcasts. Are you serious? Well, nearing. We're at 72. Okay. 72 is pretty great. Still, that's good. We're like yeah. three quarters of the way there. So maybe this is an incentive to get some more reviews going. Man, um, we'd love to hear from Steven. more of you. But uh, yeah, hey, shout out to his handle is, I think it's Andrew. His name is Andrew. But for Andrew underscore. Uh-huh. Um, 
Thank you so much for leaving a review. Uh, S. Crane, thank you so much for leaving a review. Uh, These are all five stars, right? All five stars. Okay. Five stars across the board. Definitely don't thank them if it's like a two star. Heck no. You kidding me? Yeah, piss off. Uh, Colt Carr, Colton Carr, uh, Life with Dominic, and Humble Word Woodworking Co. Humble Woodworking Co. Had to get a clean take. I think I've read that one. I think I read that review. Yes. Um, those are the five most recent ones. Because they just they do woodworking, and so we don't do. Well, now we do. Hey, now we do. <laughs> <laughs> We're totally woodworkers now. Hey, they're gonna love this episode. Yeah. <laughs> but hey, thank you all sincerely for leaving reviews. Uh, if you are listening to this, you want to leave a review yourself, please do. That'd be super sweet. Share it with a friend. Also. Get the message out there. Get the show out there a little bit more. We've got weekly episodes coming out every Monday. So please stay tuned. Please share it. Please like and subscribe to it. Thank you so much for being a part of the team. Scatter better. Scatter better. Man. Got me to repeat it. Yeah, dude. It's been like two months since I said that. (laughs) Water buddies. Cheers. Cheers. Get hydrated. Baby. Hydration is hot. That's an oxymoron. Yeah, I was gonna say it was like the nerdiest thing you've ever said. Stay cool, San Diego. <laughs> Do you know what San Diego means? The Diego? No. No. Do you know Anchorman? I don't know this way. Means a whale's v- <laughs> San Diego. You don't remember this? I don't actually. <laughs> but whale's v- means the episode's over. So <laughs> just keep that in, but bleep it out. Because everyone will know what I'm talking about. Yeah, they will. <laughs>